0: meow 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 do you queer what i queer come ye to land for meow meow hi hi oh that was probably really loud hi hi how
1: are you good how are you elliot tom that's tom (laughs) And that's Elliot. And we're Dickwick. Do you queer what I queer for long. And for short, Dickwick. <laughs> Listen. We're zany. We're zany Look. and maniacs. Oh, do you remember Animaniacs? Yeah, I do actually, but it was a great I don't show. know what it was. Like, I know that it's I watched it. It's time for Animaniacs. But what's the plot? And we're zany to the max. Um, There was no plot. There were three creatures. They never said what they were, and they lived in the Warner brothers' lot water tower. Yes. Yes. Who and they the like fuck? came out and did like zany things, and there's Pinky in the brain, and there was a few yes, other yes, things. Yes, yes,
0: yes, yes. Yeah. Um is that what um uh those little those little things like Oh, Jesse. Sorry, Jesse's leaving fans on on purpose to again try and silence us. Jesse. <laughs> It's, it's it's so it's violent. This is episode forty one in spite of Jesse.
1: That's right. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. we're afloat. He always tries to ruin every episode. Yeah. and I'm I'm tired of it. Me too. It's I'm time, time to it. revolt. Yeah. Jesse is the Doug Ford of Do You Queer What I Queer?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you said it. It's time, time to go, go to Queens it Park. You can't and take, it take the back. queen
1: out of that park.
0: Um, I need to just one th- one go back to Animaniacs. Yeah. Those those little. Like three things. They were like siblings. Yep. Those, that's Animaniacs?
1: Yeah. Um, Wacko, Yakko, and Dot. Okay. They were
0: like maybe cats or dogs, kind of. They looked like Mickey Mouse a little bit, but not really. Yeah. That's okay. Right. That was Animaniac Corner, and you're listening to Do You Queer What I Queer, <laughs> folks. Um,
1: uh, we got a really good episode upcoming yeah. tonight. I'm really happy about this. When we have fantastic guest coming up later. Yeah. Um, in the interim... You're, we're just going to hear a few faggots chat real just quick. Just some chatty fags. Firstly, we're going to chat about uh, rating and reviewing and subscribing to this podcast. It's lame to say, but it's important for us, so please do it. Thank please you. Do it I really appreciate sense. it. You guys, you're my best friend. You're just like all my best friends.
0: Um, subscribe, please, as well, if, if you can, if you have an in you. Um, find us through iTunes, um, SoundCloud. You can find us through any podcast app. It just means a lot to have that engagement. So, Tom, why are you laughing at me?
1: I'm laughing because of the face you're making when you're saying that, like, I just really, it reminded me of every ex I've ever had. You know, like a whiny gay, which I yeah, always end up you should, dating.
0: Like, find us on, like, iTunes or, like, SoundCloud.
1: I'm equal Sub- parts annoyed and horny.
0: Just, like, subscribe if you A-norn-y. can. Anorny.
1: Hoid? No. <clears throat>
0: um, I have a correction. All right. Uh, sorry, did I just, like, jump the jump button? No, go on, go gun? on. Um, this is actually hilarious. So, last week, uh, I am not a, a person of science, may I just say. That is not to say I don't believe in science, but I should never speak about anything scientifically inclined. But yet do- you always do. And yet I do with such confidence you would think that it's what I studied in my off time. Uh, I talked about radiation. Um I have a friend who's in med school, mm-hmm. and he texted me, this is basically my favorite interaction I've ever had ever, and nothing can Oh happen. my God, I'm so excited to hear this. Comple- I didn't tell you this either. This is sheer yeah, yeah, surprise. Yeah. Completely out of the blue. Uh, his name's Alex. Shout out to you. Thank you for keeping this faggot on on check. He goes, if I may, I am HQO, in my humble queer medical whoa, whoa, whoa. opinion. Oh, okay. Oh, thank you. Right? Yeah. Thank you. fact check you on cell phones and laptops from radiation. There are compelling cross sectional studies showing that the correlation between sided cell phone use and laptop use are related to brain tumor incidence and low sperm count respectively however there are no prospective studies concretely making a causative link between these activities and adverse health outcomes in brackets yet so like maybe potentially wasn't the most wrong but i said it (laughs) as though like i spearheaded a study (laughs) Um, but
1: i remember i think keith and i were both like oh wait i need receipts on that
0: yeah but like it clearly wasn't enough that I'm getting these <laughs> corrections. And then Alec continues to go. Also, you get more radiation from rocks, planes, living in certain parts of the world versus cell phones, which you also which said. Also said yeah. um, and then last, uh, he goes, but yours and Tom's microwave fear is not, at least today, founded because the wavelength they use is not even close to being able to cause carcinogenic changes at an appropriate rate. All in all, much more dangerous activities that queers engage in are alcohol use, smoking, oh. cocaine, GHB, amphetamine, suboptimal sexual oh. health screening, screening etc. But I'm guilty of several of those. So, of course, everybody's body is their own. <laughs> Whoa.
1: That was quite the correction. That was
0: the Thank like, you, Alex. literally the best form of interaction. Um, so You've had with Alex? No, just in general. Like, just text me things that I'm wrong about. I'm not being facetious. I actually like it. Tom, you're staring at me. You're just such a
1: dirty pig. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sorry, I I just, just... <laughs> mean like... You're like... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like you, you love being like reprimanded. You know what I mean? Like you love being like slapped on the wrist, I'm like spanked a dirty, on the coach, like pig in
0: timeout. That's just like rolling in shit. And like I'm you like,
1: love when someone like sticks your face in the mud. Is it's what I mean. Very true. <laughs>
0: Holy shit, I'm actually crying. <clears throat> okay, do you have any corrections, you fucking <clears throat> fan? Is this the
1: first time you've cried?
0: Yeah, actually. No, I've cried. I sobbed actually, but Uh
1: I don't have
0: any corrections. Because you're never wrong. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. My slide into hostilities are very quick and with no warning whatsoever. Yeah, I've met you. Thank you. I'm basically like my cat. Just like one wrong Thank you thing. for the
1: retroactive warning about your hostility.
0: <laughs> would we have been friends for this long? Probably mm. not. Mm. Um, would there is something that we should have talked about last week. In fact, that we prepared to and uh, forgot.
1: Yeah, I just want to talk about the amazing ruling that happened in India uh, over the past few weeks I think it was a, maybe two or three weeks September ago September 6th we think. didn't touch on it and we should have <clears throat> but uh, this is from Pink News the Indian Supreme Court legalized homosexuality overturning a 157 year ban on consensual gay sex which should be noted that was a law that was a ban that was um, imparted by um, colonial rule correct yes So, Um, before anyone's like, oh, India's so backwards, like, just fucking look where that law came from, you know? So, in a nearly 500-page unanimous decision issued on September 6th, good for you, Elliot. Shanks. Uh, India's highest court affirmed that whenever the constitutional courts come across a situation of transgression or dereliction in the sphere of fundamental rights, which are also the basic human rights of section... Howsoever small part of the society than it is for the constitutional courts to ensure that constitutional morality prevails over social morality. Right. Do you want to sum that up for us? No. Yeah. I think that was summative enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh so gay rights advocates worldwide are celebrating obviously the legal victory. Um, which came after nearly a decade long of contentious court battles, which is very interesting, against a British colonial law, as we said before, criminalizing homosexual acts. And I think, too, I read, correct me if I'm wrong, Alex,
0: please text me. Um, <laughs> I think that I read that for, like, by and large, this is, I think, also what you just read, but the law was used um, mostly for, like, shame purposes um, and... Uh, I don't know the extent to which it has been penalized fiercely for the past few years. Like I think like social mores have evolved and now it's like a legal final ruling that Why am I talking about this? I'm not an expert. I don't know what I'm talking about.
1: We never claim to be experts. This (laughs) podcast is about educating ourselves. Thank you. My tone uh, of of voice is misleading. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, go back to radiation. Um, But it should be, like, I just want to reiterate that this is more than a human rights win. It's also a restoration of ancient Indian sexual norms. Right. So this this is going back to their roots as a country and that's what makes this so spectacular because like a lot of people a lot of the discourse is oh finally you know like the west is having an impact Mm -hmm. and that just simply isn't the case Mm -hmm. this is them getting away from the west's impact
0: it's thrilling actually yeah um and also something interesting is that well not interesting but terrible Uh, It was hard to find reliable information on this that wasn't from
1: a queer news outlet, which we've come across again and again here. Again and again. This is big fucking news. This is, like, I'd say, yeah, the third or fourth time that, like, I can't get, like, an in-depth article uh, other than from, like, Pink News or from Queer Tea.
0: Yeah, right? Um, Which, bless those sites, but also, like, why aren't the mainstream ones?
1: Anyway, so, um, according to scholars... Uh, Hindus embraced a range of thinking on gender and sexuality as far back as 4000 BC, and Hinduism's first sacred texts tell stories of same-sex love and gender-morphing figures. Mm -hmm. So the Hindu deity... Deity? 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 I don't know. I say deity. Deity? Deity? Deity. Deity? Deity. Deity? Deity. (laughs) (laughs) Shiva is sometimes worshipped as a multi-gendered figure composed of Shiva and his wife Parvati together. Um, It really is the kind of thing where um, the way that we're raised with
0: gender as such a strong social construct, um, like anything, like national identity, whatever, uh, it is very hard to try and understand other cultures' conceptions of this because our brain is like hardwired for the way that we think of gender. You know what I mean? Yep. And so it's difficult to have conversations like this, but it also is noteworthy. I think we've said it on this podcast before, but like there is a recognized third gender category in India. And that is
1: a person who's a hedra. Yeah. Um, and not just in India. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. In tha- yeah. Yeah. In Sorry, I just think Thailand. And it's not there's like a toy in Thailand. I just think for
0: this particular instance, but
1: right. Yeah. But there's examples more than just this one, which makes us, which makes colonialists as usual. Yes. Fuckheads. and wrong.
0: Yeah. Um, like throughout history across the globe, they're like the binary gender is imposed on a non-binary world. Right? Binary is not the norm. Yep. I mean, we've said this before. Um, Tom, can I hit you up with an out of the blue corner? Out of the blue corner? It's I mean, it's first not so out of the
1: blue. I've seen you fucking scheming with Jesse. <sighs> I'm okay. tired of it. Okay. So this was, I had this thought.
0: So what, we were talking about Buffy last week, and I was trying so hard to remember the, um, the Wicca group scene, um, and I realized yeah. that... A that I should go back and rewatch, which I'm still planning on doing when I find the time, but B, have we talked about your episode synesthesia before? Your
1: Buffy episode synesthesia. How dare you? May I? I am, I am so attacked right now. This is so rude. I, this is not. This, I'm embarrassed of this. No,
0: I think it's amazing. I think this is a, a real talent. I think that I'm proud of you for this. Like I'm actually not shaming you. You have such a good memory and such a
1: good like I don't have a good memory I have like um it's that the memory is not the right thing because I don't have a good memory I have implants in my brain based on letters and numbers of colors and orders of certain events and that's really strange to say and I can't explain it more than that Can you
0: tr- can you explain it we can cut this if you don't want to but can you explain it a little bit like what that looks like when you remember something Okay so here's
1: he, this is so weird. I Th- there's you. a reason I'm asking you. Um, and we're
0: going to get into something in a second.
1: So I remember things through um, sequences of colors, mm-hmm. which is why I've always had this weird obsession with colors. So when I meet you, when you tell me your birthday, I will not forget that birthday. Not because I have a good memory. It's because when you tell me your birthday, I see the colors of that day, and then I see you as those colors. That's phenomenal. No, it's not. It's no, so weird. No, it's so cool. And
0: Don't downplay it. It's so cool.
1: So same goes for titles... Pretty much, like, all months have a color to me. All numbers have a color to me. All days have a color to me. And it's not something that I've imposed. Yeah. Uh, It's something that just exists in my brain. It's like a stamp. Otherwise, four of the seven days wouldn't be different shades of blue.
0: (laughs) I mean, maybe that says something about um, other things. But but
1: it also uh, helps me uh, remember sequences very, very well. So I do. Elliot always makes fun of me. And here we are. He, I can list all of the Buffy episodes in order by title, which is insane. Do you understand? Okay. The- Sorry, which is cuckoo crazy because I can do it based on knowing colors.
0: But, okay, then what I've done might not work. Does content work? If I give you um, something that happened in an episode, can you give me
1: season and episode? Um. It's possible I'm better with order. Like I'm better with the list in front of me. Oh uh, okay. But it's possible this could we happen. can try.
0: We don't even if you ballpark it, I just I put together a buffy quiz for you. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> Fuck. Some of these are obscure, some of these are not. Okay. So let's just let's just see.
1: I'm better with it. okay, no, whatever. So what, just what I'm, do I'm gonna it. do is I'm gonna
0: read you the content of the episode and let me know. Oh god, okay. So Spike and Faith have a cigarette in the basement and talk about their dangerous pasts.
1: hmm So that is season seven Episode 18. Fuck. Fucking hell. <laughs> it's called um, Dirty Girls.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we need to continue. What the actual fuck? Okay. I hate that you're I, outing me for this. No, this, isn't this is interesting for listeners. We'll go through this quickly. Glory punches off Buffy's head and then reveals that she's actually a robot. Uh,
1: season 5, episode 22, The Gift.
0: Joyce discovers two murdered children and starts a town witch hunt.
1: Season 3, episode... Uh, I might be wrong on this. 12 gingerbread, maybe 11.
0: It's 11 gingerbread. Tom, um, when is the first time that Willow and Oz kiss? Uh, for more context, she walks in as he's about to chain himself up.
1: That is season two episode. Hold on. This is bad because I have to list this to figure it out. 12, 13, 14, 15 yes. phases. What
0: the, f- what the fuck? Um, Buffy is afflicted by a demon who makes her think she's in a mental institution.
1: I love that episode. Season 6, episode 17? Yes! Normal
0: again? Oh my god. Tara tells Anya to cut the word sex poodle from her wedding vows.
1: Oh, that's close to that last one that you said. That's uh, that's season 6, episode 16, Hell's Bells.
0: <laughs> yes! Okay, Joyce gets a CAT scan and Glory shops at the
1: magic box. Oh yeah, yeah. No- nothing much else happens in that. That's season 5, episode... Is it Into the Woods? No, 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 it's not that. It's Listening to Fear. No, it's not that either. Mm, Family? Fuck it. It's Season 5, episode 7 or something. It's 8, episode 8. It's called Shadow. Still, it's a pretty uneventful episode. I always forget that one on my list. Because
0: nothing happens in it. Um, Okay, last one. Ethan Rain turns Giles into a demon.
1: Oh, that's A New Man, season 4, episode 12 or 13. It's episode 12. I can't... What? What? that's the
0: coolest thing. It's not cool. I'm sorry. It's very I'm weird. In awe of it,
1: and I, I can't love it. remember like small details about life, but I can. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Um, thank you for being such a good sport about that. You look like you hate me right now.
1: Well, because I feel like you wanted to catch me and you didn't. And no, I'm I was fully expected, embarrassed. That. I fully
0: expected that you would nail every single one of those, <laughs> actually, which is fucked up. I'm pissed that you said Shadow, because that's always one that I forget, because nothing happens. It, it's funny, in the synopsis, th- this is not interesting. <laughs> <laughs> we have an amazing guest coming up. <laughs> sorry for Buffy Corner, but I'm not sorry for Buffy Corner. Listen. Look. And watch Buffy.
1: Wow, I'm, like, this is so, okay. Was that too sneaky of me? No, it wasn't sneaky, but it's just, it is really something that I'm... Um, Are you nervous word? about it
0: going into the public realm? It's just so kooky. <laughs> it is <laughs> like, very it's kooky. It's just
1: so strange. Yeah, and I- I'm not proud of it. Even though I think I'm you should good be. At
0: it. It's like the glorious fucking gamut of what human brains can do. Like it's so cool. You didn't yeah. ask to have this gift. This gift just found <laughs> you, Tom. <laughs> um. Okay. Listen. Uh, without further ado, gay yeah Uh, let's get our guest on i I need to tell everyone right now though we have a special treat for listeners if you listened through the very end of this episode past the outro there is a little treaty teety teet treat so listen oh a clit and a clot a little clitty clotty fag treat treat teets and treats
1: all right moving on moving right along elliot tom tina
2: hi (laughs) hi (laughs)
1: hi tina thanks for joining us
2: thank you guys for having me
1: I'm so thrilled. I too. I I too am thrilled. <laughs> I too
0: as well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very apropos it's of very the event. Apropos.
1: Um, Tina, can you um, explain why you're here with us today?
2: I wrote two books, um, two young adult coming of age uh, novels that aren't coming out books, which I thought was really important. Um, Yay! Tom just shook his fist <laughs> story. I was shaking my fist out
1: of happiness, not out of anger. <laughs> so mad that's why we're here to yell at you.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. So there are two coming-of-age stories about a teenage lesbian. Um, there will be a third one coming out next year, and it's kind of at like three very odd places in a person's life: um, her senior year of high school, freshman year of college, and then a couple years out of a um, couple years out of college, and just kind of everything that comes with being a human and then she's also gay.
0: I love it. (laughs) Fucking cool. (laughs) In advance of this, Tina had sent us um, the books to check out. So we have like some cute book questions that we're going to launch into
1: later. I like read a book. (laughs) The first time ever. (laughs) when's the movie version coming out
2: god i don't know hopefully somebody will want to make a movie out of it
1: will
0: they make it because it's not a tragic gay story you
2: know
1: a a lot of the imagery you used and a lot of the themes i found like would lend itself to a film
2: i think so the lesbians need a happy movie we don't have any that's right we have none i saw two lesbian movies at tiff both sad really well i mean like one was really really good and it was about Virginia Woolf. And like, mm-hmm. so it was a true story, so it had to end sadly. The other one was just rough. <laughs> I'm not going to say the name of it. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. It Fair. was rough. <laughs> Fair so, enough. are
0: you in town for Tiff right now? I am. I awesome. am just for fun cute. I love that. Super.
1: Um, uh, so real quick, let's not forget to plug this book right away. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, Tina's book called Burn Before Reading. Explain the title to us.
2: Um, I had no title for it. And my mother, who is a great mother and a copy editor, um, she was like, you need to let me read it. You've written enough pages that like it's a book. And so I jokingly named the Word document Burn Before Reading because I was very self-conscious about it and didn't want her to read it and then it just stuck because there was no better name that i could think of
0: i really love that. so Thank like you. organic and cute no it also I love encapsulates organic. like the character in it exactly too, right? yeah it, so it, it all
2: ended up fitting which is very nice um, but then I w- wanted to call it Burn After Reading eventually, or like in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But anytime you look that up, it's just the George it's Clooney. That, no, yeah. Brad Pitt? yeah, that movie. Yeah. yeah, that movie. Yeah, but that's Francis what the third one's going to be called. Yes. Um,
0: Hopefully by then it just outshadows it. Exactly. I Google it every single day, so it just like,
1: brings it to the And moment. I, I want to get this right uh, out of the way right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, where can we find this book?
2: Amazon. Amazon is where it is right now. Um, Kindle and um, just paperback. And I believe it's on Amazon Canada. I think I have to press a couple more buttons, but I believe that it's there.
0: Cool. All right. Amazing. Yeah, I found it easily through like a Canadian Google of it. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, can we also plug uh, your handles?
2: Yes. My handle for Instagram and Twitter is Captain Ameripug. Because I love pugs. <laughs> so just like Captain America, but with a pug instead.
1: <laughs> well, obsessed. that's the cutest
2: thing I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> and at the end of the book, also you advise readers um, if they want to know more of the story, if they have questions, to email yes. you. You
2: can email me, burnbeforereadingbook at gmail.com. You can also go to com for more fun. <laughs> Amazing.
0: Amazing. Okay, so, okay. No, Tom, to the same person thing.
1: Okay, we're jumping ahead too quickly, and I am sort of like going to blame Jesse for it. Jesse,
0: it's of course Jesse's fault. But
1: um, we should circle back yes. and just circle jerk back yes. and yes. announce maybe what our colors are today. Cute. How are you feeling in the form of color? Elliot, would you like to go first?
0: Sure. Um My color today is, like, you know, really bad white wine, where if you shine a (laughs) light through it, it's, like, green almost. I'm literally drinking that. (laughs) Yeah. So I drank such copious amounts of that. Is it wine or is it mucus? Nobody's really sure, (laughs) or is it toxic? Like, do you know what I mean? sludge? (laughs) Exactly. So I drank a lot of that last night and stayed up till 3 in the morning, which is very unusual for me. Mm. I was helping a friend through some things. We had some cute chats all night. Um, And then I woke up just, like... Feeling like the color of that wine. Like wine know. mucus. Exactly. Yeah. mucus. So going forward, I'm just like. Mew wine? Um, no. Oh. Mewin? What? Which <laughs> is baby cats like lapping up wine out of a little, little thing. Um, anyway, yeah, that's my color. It's pretty like boring and on the nose day, but I'm too hungover to be more creative.
1: So. Listen, I'm, I, as usual, uh, I want you to live in whatever you're feeling in the moment. I appreciate that. You want me to live in wine? I mean, I would, I would like you a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do another pool episode, but it's just in wine. <laughs> my dream the in bathroom. like a kiddie pool, yeah, yeah. outside yeah. of Doug Ford's house.
2: <gasps> That's perfect. There you go. You probably don't know who Doug Ford I is. Do you know who Doug you... Ford is? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs>
1: Damn it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm very sorry.
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry for what my country has done. <laughs> no, so. why, it's not
1: your fault that our country's like. Let's follow suit. Fucking <laughs> <Talkin'> idiots.
2: <laughs>
0: Thomas, what's your
1: color? Uh, my color is like a, is like a, like a pop pink. Ooh, Ooh. like like a lip smacking, <laughs> sort of uh, walkman listening, mall going. Like eighties, Ooh, my like, favorite! Like I have like a giant purse <laughs> and I'm ready to shoplift. I
0: can hear you from across. I can hear you. I'm in the food yeah. court. You're at the front doors, and I can hear you walk in.
1: I, yeah, Do you know I, know I am a scrunchie and a side pony. Yeah. I can't wait to call my boyfriend. Cody from like the mall phone. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do know what you mean. And I'm just like living life and loving life because there's no problems for me because I'm a white woman in the 80s. I mean, misogyny (laughs) is probably super bad. I meant white person, anyway. Women have never had I a just always identify no, as no. W- I want be a woman whenever I describe my color I want to be a woman I want to identify as a woman in my color okay. not a man. Listen. Is that misogynistic or is that allowed?
0: Listeners are going to have to write Maybe
1: a both. I mean gender
2: is no. a social construct. Thank so you. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Anyway, whew, Tina, what's your color?
2: Um I was going to say the color of the shirt that I'm wearing, but that doesn't help anyone listening. <laughs> so <laughs> imagine um,
1: what color you think.
2: Who can guess? Um, right. a very bright bright sunlight like gold i guess this is mm-hmm. um it's I, yeah i usually wear blues but i've been wearing gold recently i don't know what that means hmm. probably talk to a therapist about it <laughs> <but> <laughs> why <laughs> when
1: we're here yeah consider exactly. us therapy.
2: <laughs> um but yeah it's just been a really great time in toronto so i just feel so bright and it's been a really great time you guys are here I have Love water that. with fruit in it, which is the fanciest <laughs> that I've ever been. That's the
0: one thing Jesse's done right in his entire career as our producer. So.
1: I know. Water with fruit in it. He's swimming
0: in a it, pool. If it helps. I just met you and this color is very suiting on you. Oh, I feel like you. it's like, bright yeah, popping. So, cream. Thank
1: you. So. Thank you. Um, this, this
0: goes well into what I wanted to ask. So where are you from? Like, where do you call home? Yes. For the most part.
2: Um, call home, L.A. Um, originally from Baltimore. Actually, tiny little smallish town outside of Baltimore that no one's ever heard of. But Michael Phelps is also from here, from there. Cool. Yeah. Who is more famous, me or Michael Phelps? You. Jury's out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in Canada, you. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: Thank you. After this podcast, <laughs> you. <Yeah. laughs>
1: Michael Phelps. <laughs> Michael whelps. No, not, not good. Uh, what's the town called? Can you say?
2: Towson. Towson?
1: Towson.
2: Yes. Is that mentioned in the book? It is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah, yeah. Not very imaginative. So. <laughs> uh,
1: Baltimore. I went to Baltimore. How was it? Um,
2: uh, yep.
1: Unremarkable.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> My family d- did this weird thing when we were younger where we would sort of plan our road trips around uh, where the Blue Jays played.
2: Oh, so you went to Camden Yards. That's right. Camden Yards is nice. Yeah, I'll give him that. <laughs> I
1: mean, as a kid who like didn't care about baseball, I That's was fair. I didn't really care. I was really also that care. child that came in yards. Maybe we side. <signed> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Tom, I can't believe you didn't Are you, you the care. or the orange bird? What? Sorry? Oh, the Blue Jays or the Orioles that just like oh, I didn't even get that. Uh, I no. <laughs> knew they were the Orioles. This sports has, been, this or has been Sports Corner.
0: I'm surprised you didn't want to be at a baseball game. You play every gay version of sports that exist. <laughs> okay,
1: first of all, that's a normal version of all the sports that I play. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? There's no gay version of anything. We and second of all, uh, I really, um, I grew into my, my love of sports as uh, an adult, I'd say. Interesting. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was forced to do it as a child. So I resented that. Uh, because yeah. I resented w- what that meant in my mind about heteronormativity. Mm. I felt like I was f- being forced into a role that I didn't want, and now as an adult, now it's, able to it's enjoy different. it, it's different. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, that was like young Tom Sports Corner. I'm really happy that you shared that. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Anyway, this podcast <laughs> this is a sports all about about me. podcast now. Keep it. Let's speaking of heteronormativity. Um, I want to know. Uh, how early on you got the desire to write a book like what did that process look like
2: for you oh well in fifth grade we had to like write what we wanted to be when we grew up and i wrote writer and i don't know why because <laughs> I, I don't remember being in fifth grade motivated at all to be a writer but my yearbook says writer so i guess fifth grade whoa and then, i know it's you wrote spooky. it into existence yeah that's
1: cr- that's yeah that's spooky you really manifested that i
2: know Um, But then, like, this book I kind of wrote because I was very bored in college because I did a major that I wasn't crazy about, Mm -hmm. um, but it was a very easy major, so I kind of just coasted and wrote um, to kill time in class, and my job at the library um, was very boring. But great. I loved it. <laughs> um, so well, it just,
1: can I ask what your
2: major was? Hospitality management. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I worked at Disney World for three years, and I just kind of, like, fell into it.
0: Cool. Really?
2: Yeah. yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so, like, I didn't conscious. I don't think I consciously decided to write this book. It kind of just happened. And, like, I was writing the same voice over and over and over again. And I realized that, like, these things that I've been writing could be connected if I actually... Paid attention to right. what I was writing, so it kind of just happened. Oh, accidentally.
0: <laughs> it's funny you say that because the voice is something really striking that both Tom and I noticed. Like it's it's so coherent, and it. I think that plays into it, like wanting to be a film, because I feel like the characters
1: are so self-realized like i can see carly yeah Yeah, i immediately identified with uh yeah me too i I mean for a number of reasons but one of the main ones is you have all of the same references as i do (laughs) yes like any pop culture (laughs) reference you made i was like well that's my favorite and then you would make another one i'd be like wait wait that's my favorite (laughs) i mean gilmore girls or she's all that i can't decide oh my
2: god yeah (laughs) Yeah, I love pop culture. I think that's, I love pop culture and I love music, especially 80s music, so mm-hmm. I relate to your color. Cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think that kind of helped a lot. And it's, the voice is very similar because a lot of my friends, after they read it, they were like, did you just write your life? And I was like, no. That was going my first question. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. not. I, so get into it. How
1: autobiographical is it?
2: I say that I stole it's, your question, it's my voice, but it's not like 90 percent of what happened in that book has not happened to me okay so it's very similar to like my voice and like my opinions on gilmore girls <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like true life events
0: right yeah can you give a brief synopsis for our listeners
2: sure so the first one um is basically her senior year of high school and it's um she kind of is just gotta have a bad breakup and um is still kind of figuring out what she wants to do with her life and where she wants to go to college and she's kind of feeling at a loss of like what her future is going to look like and then she develops a crush on this girl but um you know it's filled with confusion and unrequited love that all teenagers go through (laughs) and that's kind of i feel like the book
0: yeah yeah. I, I love that. That We can leave it at that yeah. for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone should buy this book and read it because so much more happens. It's <laughs> so very charming. Yeah. It's very charming. Thank you. Um, also, her name is Carly and reading it, I kept just assuming that that's who was coming. After all, I was like, oh no, <laughs> Tina, like the author of the book. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Like I'm not meeting Carly <laughs>
1: in real life. Have you seen those actor studio shows where like they have to put on and be Carly and then answer a series of questions? No. Should we make Tina do that? I would not. I mean, starting, like... Just <laughs> i think
2: just to say. It'd be very, the, the answers would be very similar. Right. If not the same. Right. <laughs> totally
0: blindside you with that.
2: <laughs> so we have an outfit we think
0: Carly would wear. Do you want to <laughs> take a second and get into this? Um, okay, one of my questions... I mean, you kind of already answered it, but I'm, when people read the book, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that there's no announcement that Carly's gay and it's a big deal and like... Or there's no conversation with parents or anyone. It's just that's what she is. That's who she is. And that's how the events unfold and that was obviously a choice and I was wondering if you could speak to that.
2: Yeah, um, I think there comes a time uh, when you're figuring out that you're gay and like you're coming to terms with all that where coming out stories are crucial where you finally you read them and you're like somebody else feels the exact same way that I have felt and like has these same thoughts And it's great. And I love coming out stories. But then you hit this point of acceptance where you've come out to yourself. You come out to your friends, your family. And all of a sudden you want to see yourself in stories beyond that because your life goes beyond that. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of a a gaping hole that I noticed um, when I was coming out because I read a lot um, and there's just nothing and I couldn't find anything that didn't end sadly. I don't think this is a spoiler, but my book doesn't end sadly. That was another very conscious choice that I made because you look at movies and pop culture and you have all of these queer deaths of everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doesn't make it to the end and they sometimes don't even end up with their love interests. And yeah. that's a shame. Most so <laughs> Exactly. Most yeah. of the time they don't. Yeah. So those were two very clear choices that I had decided on from the very beginning is that no one's going to die, and they're going to end up happily. I guess it's three. And that she was already out, and that's not the conflict
1: of Mm -hmm. the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I love it. And it's funny. That's fabulous. It's striking to us, because we've consumed those stories that inspired you to write this, but I hope one day that's not even strange. You know what I mean? Like, this is hopefully Mm -hmm. working towards... I hope. Just the normalization of it. And it's so refreshing. It's so nice to, like, not get that extra little bit of, like, trauma. You know what I mean? Because if it is a traumatic experience, it's nice to have queer stories that it's just, like... This is the person, you know what I mean, and it's they don't need to dredge through that again. Yeah, yeah, so important. I love love it so much. Like, (laughs) I I just want you to know that how much I love that. Thank you so much.
1: Um,
0: This might this might not make sense to our listeners, but once you read the book, you can circle back. Is the character Emma based on someone that you know? I guess you couldn't answer that. that. Wait.
2: I'm so bad. Here's the thing. My mother always jokes that I haven't even read my own book. because <laughs> <laughs> I immediately and I'm again, super blessed with my mother, who's a copy editor and my father, who's graphic designing because he did the book covers.
0: Love the book covers I, so much. They're he
2: so hates them. He's like very <laughs> self-conscious about them. So every time I mention it and every time people are like, I love it. I hope that helps him. Stratus, thank you. It's <laughs> um, phenomenal. Um. So, uh, my mom always jokes that I haven't actually read the book that I wrote. So, who's Emma?
0: So, <laughs> Emma, okay. First of all, I think it's funny because sometimes I wonder if we ever listen to the podcast that we produce. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> You're just like That's that. true. That's the same. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And You're so like, so I valid. spend too much time with that. Yeah. I don't need to circle back. Yeah. Exactly. Someone can tell me. Um, it doesn't even, I'm not even necessarily Emma, but, uh, like, Emma is her ex-girlfriend the- that ended pretty badly. And then yeah. stuff happens. And that character just seems so self-realized in, like... What Carly didn't like, and I was wondering if it came out of like a personal experience in your life, or
2: um, just the asking out at a coffee shop. I have done that. That's one of the true things so that cute. I've done. Thank I you. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, that didn't pan out for other reasons, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, Emma. The tragic story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Emma, no, Emma's completely fictional. Okay. Yeah, pretty much everybody's completely fictional. Um, I would say that her best friend Annie is kind of like a combination of all like the really good straight friends that I've had because I seem to have a lot of straight girlfriends, mm-hmm. and like they've all not a single one of them has ever acted weird or been like changed the friendship at all so it's kind of like because that happens a lot in lesbian fiction too and like yeah the friendship changes or you lose the friends or mm-hmm. she secretly had an unrequited qu- crush on the girl and I didn't want that either so Annie is kind of like uh, a love letter to all of like the really good friends that I've had that hasn't haven't changed oh that's that's so so beautiful yeah and
0: now that you're saying that i'm looking back on the stuff i've watched and that that storyline that narrative is so prevalent like even in the center this season like that's i guess the crux of one of the characters so um annie is like the truest ally (laughs) she's the truest accomplice (laughs) i love it um okay this is something so on page 62 Oh God! <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Actually, oh, can please I just quote say, page sixty-two <laughs> for us <laughs> <No>. first, <laughs> and then I, Elliot, you can ask. Can the I just question. preface this with I just started my PhD. I've been in seminars where we're just like it's very, it's a lot. Um, this question, take it or leave it. Um, there's a part where you address the readers and you say, "All you straight people," um, and I found it interesting because you bring the readership to something that's beyond like queer people. Like it's like you speak to. I don't know. I don't know. It struck me because being queer, reading it, it's like, oh, you're actually assuming that this is like a wide readership. And I was wondering if I'm hoping. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because
2: I I think I think a lot of people view a lot of straight people or like not in the community kind of view LGBT LGBT stories as exclusive to that community, Mm -hmm. that there's no crossover. And you see it with guys, too, like that they don't want to see a female superhero or a female. Ghostbuster or whatever so I think so mad (laughs) over nothing so like the hope is that it's I mean all LGBT stories at the end are human stories all stories that we tell are human stories and so there should be a readership like that's not just the community that created it yeah yeah I love that and it's
1: amazing it was so so, striking yeah it was it was (laughs) like I really admire how you made your characters so accessible to anyone reading it Thank like you. they were just so universally accessible wi- for to any reader which is you know this movie's going to get made it's shocking so. this movie is <laughs> <gonna be> so <laughs>
0: nice i feel like we need to attack you now because like <laughs> You're never this nice question <laughs> mark. Um, just for context, though, I
1: just want to read. Excuse me. I just need to defend myself here. I am a very nice person. You've
0: been very nice. Yes. I I'm think, a
1: daisy of a human. I think
0: I'm the meanest person, and I project that onto you.
1: You're a human sludge. If you ever tell me And I'm not that, your mirror. I'm
0: going to ignore you. Um, just for context, the, the line you say is, um, my number one pet peeve with all you straight people, aside from homophobia, is the weird phenomenon of how, of how ina- inadequately boys dress for dates.
1: Which is so I stand by hilarious.
2: that. That's it's, one of the things I agree with. <laughs> so true.
1: Listen, I dress poorly for everything, including <laughs> diets. How am I still single?
0: No one's quite sure. Another mark in like the straight box for Tom too. Oh, no, no, <laughs> don't you dare mark me in any straight
1: boxes.
0: I'm just trying to like make you identify as something that you're not. You know. I don't know
1: why you're trying to put me in a box. I'm at an all. ally. That's why.
0: I uh, was clueless. Your gay awakening, or is that? Exclusive to Carly. <laughs> <laughs> exclusive. <laughs>
2: I mean, Alicia Silverstone, yes. Um, Alicia, I love Alicia Silverstone so much.
1: <laughs> Me too. Did you ever see the film Excess Baggage?
2: Yes, I have. Yeah. Yes. I have. <laughs> I've seen that. And then she, have you seen Catfight?
1: Oh, With no. Sandra Oh? No. Okay,
2: it's on American Netflix. I don't know if it's on Canadian no, Netflix. No, nothing's Not on Canadian I Netflix. So, like... Okay, so Alicia Silverson's not the main character, but she's bi and wears glasses in it, so I'm a big fan of her <laughs> character. <laughs> but it's like this weird story with Sandra O oh and some other woman and like they were rivals in college and like for some and like their lives turn out very differently. Like Sandra O's oh super rich and the other woman is not. And then they like get, in, they meet each other again, and then for like for some reason get into like a crazy, insane fist fight down the stairs. <laughs> and then like Sandra O oh gets sent into a coma, and like it's wild. What? It's a wild I'm ride from down. start to I'm finish. I need <laughs> to watch those Alicia Silverstone
1: and Sandra O oh are yeah. two of my faves, faves, faves. Find so it. You gotta sa- find sa- it. Sa- I love I mean, it. I mean, I can but Elliot can find it for me.
0: <laughs> yes. Don't say how. I never do anything illegal. Oh, whoops. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> um, okay, that's the end of my oddly specific questions. I was just reading and I was like, oh, I wonder. But yeah, Tom, is there anything that you have?
1: Yes. I'm curious to know if, uh, if you would indulge us with uh, going into your own background and your own upbringing. Yeah. Um, um, so we, we try to stay away from like, your coming out story because Ooh. of what you just said. But Yeah, that makes sense. How you came to be the golden person you are now.
0: Yeah, like it Thank can be a story
1: you. of queerness, like a no one it's yeah. not a, it's not a destination.
0: It's a
2: I mean, journey. I will say because I think it is ridiculous choice that I made as a a youngin who wasn't out. Um, I went to an all women's college. Mm. <laughs> my freshman year. That <laughs> exists. Was, yeah, you get, wait, what? You don't have all women's colleges or all dude i don't know what
0: no. <laughs> no i think there might
2: be America. like um, oh,
1: that sounds awful there might be specific or maybe frats for or sororities within yeah. universities yeah but maybe no. if it was re- no even then it wouldn't no we don't we, have those. we could just be super what? wrong it's possible
2: maybe continue Really? <laughs> yeah it's like it's i mean i guess it's kind of it's not as big as it used to be but is it like
1: where lane went on gilmore girls
2: no. Remember she went to like That Seventh Day Adventist Oh ma- I feel like Wasn't hers co-ed though Or like oh, the boys you're right could only... But the
1: girls could go on the lawn When the boys Yeah yeah No it's like
2: uh, uh, It's like s- Ten Things I Hate About You When she goes to Sarah Lawrence At the end No Okay great no. It's an all women's college
1: uh, <laughs> I was almost there, but I don't know.
2: <laughs> um, but basically, it was, like, gay summer camp, so it was great.
1: <laughs> Sweet.
2: Yeah, like, everybody was gay, um, except for, Ooh. like, because it was in Virginia, and Virginia is, like, basically the South. So you had, like, the 2% yep. that were, like, had their boyfriends that came in on the weekends. Mm. Um, I was not part of that 2%, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Good for you. Um, yeah, so that was fun, and uh, dated somebody there for a while, ended up transferring schools, that relationship ended and then i moved to florida worked at disney world for three years which was a fun weird time what Mm -hmm. years were those uh 2015 no okay
1: 14 when i was younger i i performed there a few times (gasps) really but way younger so like performed what um Anne of Green Gables?
2: At Di- wait, what? At Disney at World? At Disney World. <laughs> wait, wait, what?
1: <laughs> they hired Canadian act. Like, it was part of a group, and we went down, and we, like... <laughs> Did you do
2: it at Epcot?
1: Uh, yes. Oh, and the little pavilion? Um, what's the adult land?
2: <laughs> Epcot.
1: Okay, In Epcot. Can-
2: wait, Canada? The little Canadian pavilion?
1: Yeah, but also there was, like, uh, <laughs> downtown Disney? Is oh, that it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fine, nine. but anyway, back,
2: I didn't perform. Back to you, working. There. I sold the turkey legs. So. <laughs> kind of the same thing. I mean, I was in a colonial dress and a bonnet. So. And of green cables. But colonial. we were very <laughs> <you> similar. <imagine. laughs> um. Yeah, and then I. That's when I was writing the book, and then I moved to Pittsburgh for a little bit, and then I ended up moving to LA and finished the book. Wrote the second one. Wrote the third one, and then. Here I am in Toronto.
0: Cool. Did yeah. you find it easier the second time around? Like did the second one no. go faster? No. Okay. Well
2: <laughs> I wrote the first book and I wrote the third book before I wrote the second one.
0: Oh whoa. Oh. Yeah.
2: So the second one took the longest because oh, I it, like that. Yeah. I always knew how I wanted it to end and how I wanted it to start. But yeah. like I knew that it couldn't just be two books. Like yeah. I knew that I needed like a middle chunk Trilogy. for her to like grow. Yeah. As a human. Um, but that one took the longest because I put no thought into how she got from point A to point C. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's so awesome. That's
2: kind of, that's kind of it. My sister's also gay. I always call her the lesbian Ron Swanson because <laughs> she can weld. She does carpentry. She wears cargo shorts. <laughs> We're polar opposites. <laughs> oh my God. That's Is a it nice just thing. the two of you and your family? the two of us. Yeah. And my two parents who are great, who are super great
1: amazing that's amazing
2: yeah Plus the best. Them. who Plus is
0: your them. like celebrity counterpart if, sh- if my sister's celebrity counterpart, swanson well i also say <laughs> have
2: you seen um crazy stupid love yeah that's one with
0: steve carell yeah yeah i oh, call her yeah. steve carell
2: it's not a great movie <laughs> no. it really isn't everyone no. loved it but i don't know why like ryan gosling trying to help steve carell like become a better dressed man yes. i feel like i relate to my struggle with oh. my sister cuz I just I bought her a non-velcro wallet only like 2 years ago <laughs> and she's older than me. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to shoot high and say Ryan Gosling
0: <laughs> for all you Good velcro answer. wallet listeners, maybe it's time to switch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I uh,
1: I need a Ryan Gosling to come fix you, to come fix me. Like yeah. I'm a bit of a mess that way.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean there's a Ryan Gosling in front of you, Tom.
2: I'm here for Tina. 36 hours. <laughs> That's way too little time. <laughs> oh, where
0: would we start?
1: Okay, so um, now that you don't sell turkey legs. Correct. And I heard you mention that being an author is not your full-time job, it's which not. which maybe it will be
2: Hopefully. eventually. Hopefully.
1: um, wh- What do you do?
2: Um, I work for a little tech startup grocery delivery service. Cool. So huh. nothing close to what i went to college for <laughs> um,
1: that's so hip right now it's super that's hip. so la of you
2: yeah, do you have I like like a, a meditation room in
1: your office
2: no oh my god do you no. have like a
1: dog and beer day no
2: i don't actually get to work at like the headquarters. i have to oh. work in the grocery store and like supervise people no, mm. so that's i don't have a dog or meditation i'm in a whole foods <laughs> so, <laughs> still really nice super la
0: <laughs> imagine whole foods in la is like a whole foods squared yeah,
2: you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, and lots of celebrities come in. Like Kate Mara is there all the time. Oh, cool. Yeah, mm, but Kate was, Mara. Kate Mara is great. She's great. Mm-hmm. She's great. <laughs> she's
1: great in pose. um oh, she's So good in pose. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean to presume anything, but what's the dating scene in LA like for you?
2: uh I mean, it, I don't think it's great. Okay. <laughs> um i don't live in like west hollywood i'm a grandmother so i don't i don't go out i'm terrible at it um right. yeah
1: and how do you feel about like online sort oh, of oh
2: i'm so stuff? bad at technology it's not good right <laughs> you work no. for an app company <laughs> <laughs> but i don't design the app Yeah, that's, that's very fair. <laughs> i don't have any say in that <laughs> um yeah no i've never i'm like a people person i mean i did the mm-hmm. the whole asking out at a Starbucks um i just i don't do i don't i hate technology i hate it so much
1: i know i'm similar to you
2: it's awful what's it like in toronto awful awful
1: yeah it's really bad do you
2: do that website maple match it started after excuse me It started after trump (laughs) got elected and i was really curious To see like if you guys have actually heard of it, but like it started after Trump got elected, and it's for Americans to find green cards.
1: <laughs> I'm downloading this app <laughs> right now. Now. immediately. Yeah.
2: Perfect. <laughs> Maple Match. Maple Match, and they sell like really cute merchandise where it's like a strip of American bacon and then like a thing of Canadian bacon. <laughs> And she, like, says maple (laughs) mat. It's so weird.
0: Wow. You need to show up to your first date covered in maple syrup with, like,
1: pancakes (laughs) on your nipples. How dare you think that I wouldn't do that? (laughs) Sorry for telling you you things you already know. I'm
0: mansplaining your date. Maple
1: maple mat. I'm going to look into this. Although I'm not so keen on dating an American. Oh.
2: I'm not offended. Hot take. Unless it's like
1: a... Sorry. That's my own... I need to no
2: no no no! jesse was, delete
1: that i was not shaming <laughs> you i was not shaming you whatsoever no but i don't want to say that like mm-hmm. americans are there's not a big difference between us there's I'm a half bi- i feel like myself. there's a
2: big difference or just like in just like the culture of the, i mean everything how oh, so mm-hmm. i mean the most striking thing and this is probably gonna get a little sad for my country but like <laughs> oh. every time so i've been for the festival and like i've seen a bunch of movies every time you see a movie in the states your bag gets checked even if it's just like a run-of-the-mill tuesday afternoon movie i have not no three times i've seen 20 movies and my bag has been checked three times in toronto yes for the film festival which i think is wild
1: i've never heard of a bag being checked exactly but like
2: my movie theater you get your bag checked i bring in like
1: like meals
0: into a theater. <laughs> like I, like I couldn't live yeah. in a culture that checked my bag. Uh,
1: I have an American friend. Or not a. Uh, she lives in Chicago, and uh-huh. she came up to visit a few weeks ago, and she really, really wanted to go see a movie, and I, I couldn't understand why, and I was like, Sarah, we always like you can see a movie in town. Like, why don't we go out and chat? And she's like, No, you don't understand. I don't feel comfortable going to see a movie, where I live. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I will get us tickets. Yeah,
2: goodness. it's dark. It's a dark times. Yeah. Wow. Sorry about that, (laughs) (laughs) but it's been like the most striking thing that I've noticed since I've been here. Which I mean, because it's for a film festival, but I just find it crazy. Mm
1: -hmm. Do you find um, general safety to be different or similar?
2: I mean, I feel very safe everywhere, Um, but I just think like that security
1: is LA pretty safe, right? I mean, well, the the parts that you would yeah, uh,
2: for the most part, it is like, but. I don't know. Like I was in a movie theater with Ryan Gosling, but like my bag wasn't checked. Well, which right, right. It's yeah. I don't know. That's like been the most which, striking thing that I've noticed. Really?
1: Because I would never think. No, I would. That was weird. No. Yeah. Um, although I
0: did. This is very different. But I went to <laughs> see um, uh, Beyonce in Montreal, and I had a backpack that was literally like canvas to the point where it can collapse into like a a few centimeters um and they told me that I might have a slow cooker in it and that I wasn't allowed to bring it in what and I went like this and I collapsed it for her and I was like no there's no slow (laughs) cooker and there's like sorry like it's big enough that you could have a slow cooker (laughs) I have a lot of questions (laughs) I I have no answers (laughs) what
1: like a slow cooker was the
0: she wasn't English was not her first language I'm not sure if she meant something else or if people use
2: else would slow cooker be I don't know. I think maybe, she, maybe people and make... is
0: slow cooker, cooker the worst of your worries? No, I think it's like to make explosives. Like you would maybe slow cook something.
2: I was thinking like a crock pot. Yeah. So
0: was I. I think okay. What, I think that's what she meant. Secondly, when did you see Beyonce in Montreal? For lemonade. No. No. <laughs> I didn't see Beyonce. I don't know who it was. <laughs> I
2: was going to say, my friend saw Beyonce last night. <laughs> it was Florence
0: and the Machine in Montreal. Oh. I saw Beyonce in Toronto for lemonade. I mixed the two things up. I would never bring a slow cooker to see either of those. You're (laughs) such a good storyteller. Shut the fuck up. I just don't have a memory. Sorry, Tom, Mr. Synesthesia Memory over here.
1: Let's not get into that right now. (laughs) Oh, listen. Okay, Okay, Tina, one more time. Yes. Uh, Let's go through. Let's plug your book. Uh, plug how we can get it and yes. anywhere we can find you on social media
2: yes um social media captain ameripug um <laughs> <laughs> i can't <laughs> i just wanted to say that yeah. <laughs> um the book is available on amazon also on kindle if you have an e-reader um and then com. i can spell cacadellis. <laughs> we uh, can write it in our do, post but
1: we'll write it in our post okay
2: yeah. i'm just so used to being on the phone and nobody knows what's going on when i say my last name can you spell it for our listeners yeah it's k-a-k-a-d as in dog e-l-i-s that's how i spell it every time on the phone and I everyone when i say the first k-a and i say it again they're like we already got it i'm like no 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 <laughs> <laughs> it happens again <laughs> yeah. um and i think it's called burn before reading the second one's called i didn't start the fire and I'm not good at the, these plugs I think that's everything Yeah Right? Yeah,
0: that's cool. perfect um, yeah. Our listeners, welcome to tweet you with questions and such Yeah,
2: tweet me everything Love talking about the book May need to actually read it So <laughs> hopefully I'll do that <laughs> Is that what you do with the book? I mean
0: <laughs> You just show up and I'm like putting food on it Like a
1: plate <laughs> <laughs> So we have a few things Final things to do with you yes. If you're ready We're going to have a quofing round
2: Alright, let's do Pre-quof, it
1: Pre-quof
0: maybe oh. Pamela? I just feel like Pamela might set the mood for a quoth, if that's all right. Um, so if you look across Tom's shoulder, you'll see our mascot, Pamela. Yes. Uh, she's beautiful. Can you describe you. the aura, the vibe? What is Pamela serving? Um,
2: your- she's wearing a Tina shirt, so I'm going to take that as for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, and like a great tie and great suspenders. I mean, she's just in those glasses. They're making a comeback. She's <laughs> <It's> beautiful. <laughs> Thanks to Pamela. That was amazing.
0: Yeah, Pamela just wanted to support you the best way she knew how. And so it was a Bob's Burgers Tina shirt. I
2: was going to say, that's the perfect way.
1: <laughs> She's, looking very, um, morose? Morose, yeah. She's looking very... Morose? Morose, yeah. Potentially? very morose today. She's very, like,
0: off in the sunset, like, m- lost someone at, at sea. She might be teenage going... Teenage
2: longing, if you will. Teenage Ooh. longing. At it's sea. In those, it's in those eyes. At sea. <laughs> from Teenage longing from the 1800s. <laughs>
0: Teenage in the 1800s was um, middle age or the end of your life. So, (laughs) well,
1: (laughs) thanks, Elliot. You're welcome.
0: I need to make everything that's potentially fun just like cap it with a little bit of darkness, you know? That's uh, that's what I'm here for. It's your flavor. Okay. Are you ready to quote? Yeah. Okay. Is the clock starting? Oh, yeah. You have a minute. Oh, God. (laughs) One minute. Okay. Say anything or gay anything?
2: Gay anything.
1: Spice Girls or Spicy Grills? Spice Girls. Rory Gilmore or Gory Kilmore?
2: Rory Gilmore.
1: Jess, Dean, or Logan?
2: Uh, Jess.
0: Bruce Springsteen or Loose String Bean?
2: Bruce Springsteen.
0: Cassette or vinyl? Uh, vinyl. Mixtape or playlist? Mixtape. What's your celebrity crush? Uh, Anna Kendrick. She's All That or Fleas on a Cat?
2: please on a cat.
0: Amber Heard or
1: Amber Alert?
2: <laughs> Amber Heard.
1: Magic Mike or Tragic Dyke?
2: <laughs> ah, Magic Mike.
1: <laughs> young Adult Novel or Hung Adult's Grovel?
2: <laughs> um, from my mother, Young Adult Novel.
1: <laughs> Anna Kendrick
2: or Fan a Dead Dick? <laughs> Anna Kendrick.
1: <laughs> Joan Jet or Clone Fret? Clone Fret. <laughs> Writing a book or fighting a cook?
2: Fighting a cook.
1: Born to run or scornful, nun?
2: <laughs> scornful, nun.
1: What's your favorite swear word? Fuck. What's your favorite sound?
2: Oh, he clapped. That was it. Oh, oh, it. Jesse
1: clapping is my least favorite <laughs>
2: sound. How Did I make I it through all you. of them? No. Um,
1: th- there's mm. no such thing.
0: It's a. <laughs> the list goes they just on Keep forever. going. It's uh-huh. mostly like how many can you get in the okay. minute? Yeah, is the game. <laughs> that was really good though.
2: Felt so tense. It's, it's like being in <laughs> college.
0: <laughs> Oh, We clearly, like, <laughs> creeped you a little bit and, like, maybe found out some things before. It's so all
2: good. <laughs> I mean, Bruce Springsteen is, is pretty much my whole personality.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Oh, good to know. I saw Bruce Springsteen in Toronto when I was, like,
2: I'm so... Je- I've never seen 14. him. It was so good. I'm so jealous. So I'm good. so jealous.
1: He has a Broadway show now, he? does. He? What?
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's ending in December. But they're filming it and putting it on Netflix. So cool. So that's what I'm... That's right. That's what I'm waiting for. Is
0: it, like they've taken his songs and made a
2: show no out it's of it. him Whoa. it's like him with a piano and like a little bit of a backy like a little bit of the e street band like him wow. talking i think it's like based off of his memoir like where he's just talking through his songs and his life and where they came from which That's i would
1: love to see yeah i'm excited yeah. to watch that
2: it's gonna be so good
1: if it comes to canadian netflix oh yeah true <laughs> Hi. you guys have
2: better <laughs> movies is that is no? It I stand by this. No. You, yeah, you have better movies, but we have better TV shows.
0: Okay. Really?
2: Yeah. 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 Okay. It okay. Might be a
0: grass is greener thing because, like, like my brother lives in the states, and when I'm there, yeah. it just seems so much more amazing. Yeah. So great. Yeah. I can't think you even have Thirty Rock.
2: <laughs> Not any. We used to. I love Thirty Rock. Thirty Rock's yeah, one of my me favorites. Too, too. But I feel like that got taken away. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sad. It did. Yeah. Trump. <laughs> I don't think it happened during his presidency But yes, it's his fault 100% <laughs> Anything that's good That gets taken off of Netflix is Trump's fault <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's
1: what we mobilize I heard around I Buffy's going off October 1st Canadian Netflix what? I've never Wish seen Buffy w-
2: <gasps> <gasps> I'm so sorry <laughs> No,
0: You do not need to apologize It's a good thing because now you can watch it
2: I've tried, Tina, oh, my sister fair. loves it
1: Tina, yes, we have all the same
2: Points Except of reference.
1: Alfie. You need to watch this, I, and I'm not taking no for an intro. No, I don't hear I mean, what you
2: <laughs> I've seen the, the the silent episode, and I've seen yeah. the musical episode, yeah. and I've seen the episode where Tara dies. I've also never seen the L word, so I. Whoa, spoiler the alert! Worst. <laughs> okay, you know what I mean, I haven't it's even not, seen the show. It's and not i not a know.
1: spoiler. Those aren't good. Thre- those. That's not it.
2: Just. I mean, but like, it's I the don't. Arc do... of the
1: whole show. That's like we'll the point see. of it. It is
0: we'll the continuity of it is. Phenomenal. Like if really? you like really well bounded things, like there are stuff in like the seventh season that's a callback to like something someone oh, said in the first season. That's like it's nice. very well written. Please I, give it a chance for me, for me.
2: Just <laughs> for you, not for my sister. <laughs> <but> for you, <laughs> someone you met literally today. <laughs> oh,
1: shit. Okay, let's do silver lining. Let's do a silver lining. Jesse, is the keeper
0: of time, as usual. Timekeeper, chronology master. Thomas, do you want to go first? No.
1: Uh oh okay, uh I'm not ready, oh um, I can go, yeah, great, it's amazing I'm
2: very excited to sleep in my bed tomorrow. Uh, it's been a while, yeah. but I'm very excited. How long has it been? uh I came here last Wednesday, so it's been like ten ish days, yep, that's um, about my cap too, yeah, yeah, and I'm staying with a super, super great guy who I met the last time I worked at the festival, and he gave me a place to stay, and it's been phenomenal, and he's the best, Randall, thank you but thanks randall Randall. um but i'm just excited to sleep in my bed
0: Yeah, (laughs) yes now i'm excited to sleep in my bed and i'm not even away from my house (laughs) i just like it's very thrilling to me did
1: that give you enough time yeah sure um (laughs) my silver lining is uh this is gonna sound rich because like i was complaining to you about how stressful work was this week yeah but stress aside My job is pretty fucking cool. Mm. The outcomes of my job are really fucking cool, I should say. And I have a bunch of really cool arts programs that are starting in schools and after schools. uh, And in um, a place called Community Living, which is for uh, um, individuals with intellectual needs. And we're doing a lot of cool theater and art things. That's awesome. And I let it... I forget that what i'm doing is really cool mm-hmm. and i let the stress sort of take over my sort of day-to-day hour-to-hour life and i need to forget that and remember that what i'm w- that what's happening that what's i'm helping facilitate is like is the best yeah and so i kind of had that realization today i was like oh these programs are going to go ahead whether or not i'm stressing mm-hmm. you know all night long or not that's what matters right yeah yeah, yeah. i'm glad that you came to that realization
2: yeah that's awesome
0: my silver lining's really mundane following that one, but um, <laughs> I just started rewatching Please Like Me. Oh my God, I it? love Please, Please like, like Me. Okay, hey, listeners, if you've never seen it, it's one of those shows where you can't even If you've never seen it, it, are
1: you really a listener of this podcast? That is very <laughs> true.
0: Unsubscribe, unfollow, take back those ratings. Just you get can the still buy my out. book,
2: though. I won't judge you.
0: <laughs> buy two copies. That's your punishment. If you've never seen it, <laughs> buy two copies of Tina's book. Um, no, but it's like, it's... Seriously, so one good. of the best pieces of television that has ever existed. It's funny. It's heartbreaking. It's so human. Yeah. It's so queer. And it tackles like everything in the perfect way. Yes. I'm obsessed. Also, Australian humor is really amazing yes. and just Australian like culture.
1: Yeah, thing. I don't know it's, if that's Australian humor. Okay. I think I'm projecting. The reason why it's so popular is because, um, jo- uh, whatever his name is, sorry. Josh, yeah. Josh. Um, sort of. Transcends a little bit in that country, like he was sort of like a dark horse. That okay, his voice is like shockingly different, which is why it was so popular. But that episode.
2: Say... Oh no! No, no, that's
1: <laughs> it. I would just say I wouldn't say that. That's thank you for that. Yeah.
2: The episode where it's just him and his parents in the restaurant and it's like oh. like the 12 course meal is one of the best episodes oh of television God. I've ever seen it's I so love phenomenal. Please Like so Me real. one setting, three actors, and you're like yeah. riveted through the entire it's phenomen- thing. It's phenomenal and like the episode where it's just him and his mom and they go camping yes, oh, oh, right. God. and he's
0: reading Foucault and has no idea, Ugh, I love that
2: I love it, I love that show I think it's they took cool. it off American Hulu, and I'm very sad. Or maybe it's still there. I haven't looked in a while. I don't know, know what
1: Hulu is, but that sounds
2: You get terrible. What? You don't have Hulu?
1: I mean, maybe we do. I don't have anything. But <laughs> is it like just Netflix? It's like
2: Netflix, but they get different things. Cool. I have a, a friend's password. Thank you, Melanie. <laughs> um. <laughs> Shout out.
1: Do you know that he, Josh, what's his name, Thomas. I don't know.
2: I always, Josh. One of them is Josh and John. Is that the dog? I John's always get them mixed. Okay, yeah. great. <laughs>
1: Josh mocked me publicly at one of his stand-up shows in Adelaide <gasps> when I was there. And I, like, came in late. Oh, no. And he was like, hey, you, you're coming to my show late. And I was like, yeah. And I said some stupid thing because I think I'm funny. <laughs> and he was like, he recognized my accent. He was like, oh, you must be American. I was like, actually, I'm Canadian. And he, like, berated me because um, – mm-hmm. Canadians and Americans are essentially the same people to them. Mm -hmm. You (laughs) You must have been so horny. I was so turned on. (laughs) (laughs) Publicly berating is my favorite. You love it. You're like the Cersei. That's my new. (laughs) (laughs) That's my new silver lining. Um, it is Josh Thomas. Just to
2: Josh Thomas, he's doing an American show.
1: Oh, really? Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, You guys
1: sucked him up too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, he's like in it, and it's like going to be on like the little adult Disney Channel, Disney Network, like Freeform, or I forget what it's called. But he has a new one. Cool. He's making another one.
0: Keep my eyes out for that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Amazing. Well, this has been so great. It was so nice to meet you, Tina. Thanks
1: for coming on.
2: Um, We won't keep
0: you because you're TIFF film.
2: Uh Uh-oh. we
1: got to move on. A snack and a movie. Um, 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 Please follow us at Dickwick on Instagram, on Facebook. Do you queer what I queer? Email us if you have something to say or you want to come on and talk. Do what I queer at gmail.com? Find us on Twitter, probably <laughs> Twitter. Probably uh, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. I know that sounds so lame, but it's really important.
0: Tom, that was so good. I need to compliment you now because: you I said compliment. Twitter. Still Aside from that, plus Twitter sounds more interesting. so Thanks. <laughs> Um, yeah, and Tina, thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. This was
2: great. Stay tuned
1: for after the outro song, we're gonna do a exclusive reading Ooh, of yes. uh, a part of Burn Before Reading. Make sure you listen through. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bye. See you next Tuesday. Bye. 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 <laughs> could I could?
2: No. one, two, ready, go.
1: Yes. Hi, the episode's over, but we are not. You've reached cold read time with Tom and Elliot.
0: <laughs> How cold. The read is cold, Tom?
1: but the hearts are warm. The tea is hot. <laughs> um, so Elliot, are you ready? I'm about to cold read um a section of Burn Before Reading, which of course is Tina Cockadellus's uh young adult novel i'm gonna start reading um from chapter 12 i like this section because it has a lot of imagery hit me daddy cool
0: (laughs) whoa (laughs) i'm not sure a lot of things to work out yeah
1: i will hit you daddy uh and i thought i had a hippie new age dad i say looking around her room Molly had decorated her room with flags from which countries around the world, and a bi pride flag, which officially puts that question to bed. Speaking of beds, above hers is a massive old American flag that has a peace sign in place of the fifty stars. Beads hanging in front of her closet, tie-dye shirts strewn on the floor. There is a cork board hung over a desk covered in knickknacks, and books and pieces of scrap paper. The table that holds her record player is immaculate, as is the bookshelf that has the records. All the music is categorized by genre and then alphabetically, just like mine. I knew you'd go straight to the records, Molly says as she takes off her jacket and hangs it in the closet. I laugh. I do work at Spin Me Baby for a reason. Play something, she says and sits on the bed. I don't think I'm breathing. Here I am in this beautiful girl's bedroom, and there she is on her bed. I don't expect anything to happen, I I didn't at least, but all of a sudden it feels like something could and that terrifies me to my core. Close your eyes, it'll be a surprise. I pick Fleetwood Mac's Rumors because, well, it's Fleetwood Mac, what else can I say? Perfect amount of casual listening music with the underlying romance of Stevie Nicks. Anyone can fall in love with listening to the magic of Stevie Nicks' voice. Fleetwood Mac, Molly says, eyes still squeezed close, as secondhand news crackles on. You're right. Springsteen and One Direction are my go-tos, but your collection is a bit lacking, I say awkwardly, standing in the middle of the room. She opens her eyes, blinking to adjust to the light. I can't say I've seriously listened to either one. She pats a spot on the bed next to her. Come sit. I kick off my shoes slowly climb onto the bed next to Molly. We sit in silence as I continue to look at the things that make up her room. We're not sitting close enough that we're touching, but we're close enough that if I turn my head, she'd be the only thing in focus. Sometimes about that proximity, sorry, something about that proximity in Stevie Nicks' voice might just send me over the edge. What are you thinking about Carly Allen? Molly asks. You, my brain screams... I was just trying to figure out where to keep your crystals, I say, chickening out. Guess there's not enough magic in Fleetwood Mac. She laughs loudly. I'm not that much of a hippie. My parents are. They've got that weird salt rock lamp thing in their room. I like the classics, like tarot cards. Since when do tarot cards qualify as a classic? She shrugs. To me, they are. I've been using them since I was a little kid. Do you have tarot card school instead of Sunday school? Molly laughs again, and I feel the magic returning. No, nothing like that. Just a hobby. I'd use them when I couldn't make a decision about something. You let cards decide for you, I ask? No, she says and pauses to think, running her hands through her hair. It's like a way to see the situation more clearly. Based on the cards, maybe I'd see something different or get a different perspective. It sounds silly, I know. To me, it's like asking all your friends for their advice and then taking the average. Since we moved so much, I didn't have friends to poll, and there are things you don't want to talk to your parents about. Okay, yeah, I finally say, looking over at her, only to find that she's looking right at me. That, uh, that really makes sense. Want me to read your tarot, she asks softly, and I feel the world move further and further away as I look into her eyes. And that's where I'm going to stop. Yes, that was amazing. (laughs) I'm sure you all need more.
0: You can get more. Tina Kakadeles, look her up, tweet at her, find her book um, through Amazon, Burn Before Reading, and you can go to burnbeforereadingbook.com for all of your Burn Before Reading needs.
1: Thanks for listening to this special After Hours Corner. This has been Cold Read, Warm Warm Hearts, hearts with with Elliot and Tom.
0: And Elliot. Okay, bye. Bye.